You're listening to BizCraft, a live podcast about the business of web design with Carl the Jellyfish King Smith and Mean Gene Crawford. Hello, welcome to another episode of BizCraft. I'm Gene. Hey, Gene, I'm Carl. And you're that dude. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Well, that makes one of us, Gene. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you about um, wasting time. Is that cool? Exactly. You mean like when people don't respond right away? Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. Wasting time is, uh, well, it's a waste of time. Yeah. Really, this episode today is all about uh, time, time management, uh, or in our case, how you uh, waste a lot of it. Even when you're busy. Yes, that's right. Especially when you're busy. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, not to sound cliche, but like time is really all you have, right? It is, and evidently it's money, Gene. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. No, like when I try to pay my mortgage with my watch, that shit doesn't work. Yeah, totally. Sorry, Chase. I know. I'm well, trying to pay my mortgage. So, I thought this was pretty cool. Um, you seem to think it was neat too, but uh, this uh, article about Warren Buffett. Um, are you are you telling me what I think is neat? No, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. So this idea uh, that he had, I mean, the headline Warren articles, Buffett. yeah, kind of stupid with a, pro- a productivity hack. I don't know if that's a productivity hack, but. No, but you know what? That shows up real good in the search terms. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and we're all looking for those productivity hacks. Yeah. So let's hack this life hack. But he had a, he had a cool story where, uh, I, what is it? I guess he's um, on an airplane talking to the pilot, which is, seems a little contrived, but, um, He's a rich dude. He's talking yeah, you're to right. I forgot his, I, it's you're, his pilot. You're right. I forgot about who we're talking about. I'm on a plane. About. I'm talking to a pilot. No, it's his <laughs> yeah. plane. It's his pilot. He's Warren F. and Buffett. Yeah, there you go. But he asked the guy, uh, what are the, what, one of like the 25 things you want to do? Most important yeah, just, things you want to do in your life? So yeah. He just, he said, what, what are your goals? Yeah. Right? Like, what are the 25 most important things you want to get done? And he didn't say before you die, but come on. That's what he's insinuating. Before you, before you yeah. die. Come on. Now, Warren Buffett is like 200 years old, so he knows a thing or two about getting stuff done before you Yeah, die. I think so. So then he asked the guy, um, you know, review the list and pull out the five most critical ones, right? Yeah, yeah. So the guy does that. What and are then, those five? Put yeah, them at the top. Put them at the top. Uh, and then he says, uh, what about the 20 other things? What's your plan for those? And the guy's like, well, the top five are the most important, so, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but those 20... I'm just going to get done as I can. Yeah. And he says, uh, well, no, you got it wrong, man. Um, the, that, those 20 are the avoid at all cost list. Yeah, it sounded, it sounded like Buffett got a little pissed and said, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, he slapped the guy. Those 20 things are the devil. Yeah. Those 20 things are going to keep you from getting those five things done. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know how realistic that is, but, you know. I don't either. But, you know, he also probably told him, he was like, hey, what do you want to get stale pretzels for an old piece of shit like me for the <laughs> yeah. rest of your life? Yeah. Or do you want to accomplish something? Seriously. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense from a 
a focus standpoint, though, right? No, it makes complete sense. In fact, I hate to tell you, Gene, but I, I did this exercise, and BizCraft was not circled. <laughs> so don't... this this podcast is of the devil. This is officially the last episode. I gotta go. Just don't tell Buffett. It'll be all right. No, it'll be fine. Well, I, I don't think we're friends anymore after I called him an old piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't know if he listens to BizCraft, though. I think he's uh, he's kind of upset. Well, I, I don't know if he does either. I, I don't know. I, I heard that Bomber told him about it, but who knows? Well, I mean, I heard he was an avid listener. Um, yeah. So you, you, so that was cool, right? So he, um, you sent me this cool, uh, what? This cool I mean, article. You, did you try to do this? Did you try to write down, like, 25 <sighs> things you wanted to get done? No, you didn't. You know why? Because you're too busy, Gene. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's more that I'm – I don't know that I could commit to that. <laughs> I mean – Well, Mr. Buffett, one of the things I would like writing to do a list before is I die is, is write down the 25 things. Yeah. That's number one on my list. And I've also got eating more cheeseburgers. <laughs> That's number two. So I'm thinking I'm going to start there. Yeah. I know. Uh, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I, I well, So what about you? I mean, what, have you – did you think about it? I did think about it. You know, it's it's really tough because you <laughs> yeah. have to, you know, I mean, there's the leaving your family thing. Yeah. Um, there's that whole stealing from other people. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's it's tough. And, you know, if, if you look at this exercise seriously and and write down those 25 things and don't just don't just put out BS. I mean, like put out something that like would be an amazing thing to do in your lifetime. Right. Right. Like be in the World Series of Poker, right? Like I would consider that to be one of these things that like you've watched it on TV. You don't even know how to play poker and you're like, that's what I want. <laughs> right. How do I get from here to there? You know, or, you know, run a multi-million dollar company into the ground. Hmm, I could do that. You know, check that one off my list. Yeah. Or, <laughs> um, you know, but, but how do you really and then circle those and then realize those other 20 things are the things that nickel and dime you to death every day of your life right and and i'll tell you the 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 thing that that i think really was an amazing article looking at this was the how do you graciously say no to anyone oh yeah that's a good one right that was on mashable and if you're going to do this buffett thing and you're gonna you're gonna circle those five and those 20 have to go away how many of those 20 weren't your idea anyway? Right. How many of those 20 were something that somebody brought to you and you couldn't find a way to say no? That's hard I mean, to do. That, it's a majority of my stuff is uh, things that somebody wanted me BizCraft to do. And so BizCraft, I did them. <laughs> right. You know? um, but no, so, so talk about that because, you know, I mean, that was in Mashable. And I'm not even sure. I mean, who was it that? that wrote this article, uh, The Muse. Right. I don't know who The Muse is. Yeah, I don't either. But it, it's just that idea that you get an email from somebody that you sort of know mm-hmm. and that, that you do like and, and you think is awesome and they ask for a few hours of your day. Well, so you, you kind of struggle with this, right? I mean, you, uh, you, did, a a lot. Talk, you did a talk here in Columbia – uh, a while back, uh, I think you've yeah. given the talk at other places too. But um, yeah, where when you sort of took off from Engine Works and you were trying to figure out what uh, you wanted to do, I mean, how how did you sort of avoid 
sort of uh, going down a rabbit hole with a project that didn't quite jive? Well, you know, I, I didn't. I mean, I, I went, I went, well, you know what I think it was? My rabbit holes were very shallow. Okay. <laughs> and it didn't take, take long to realize this, this is not such a good idea. Right. For example, asking everyone in the world, how can I be of service to you? Yeah. Because the thing that happens is nobody asks you to. And then you realize that yeah. either they're going to figure it out or – I mean some people did ask. But, but no, regardless, it's like you get to this point where you have these different ideas. And, and I think it's a little bit different because that was more about being in a vacuum. Okay. Um, but – you know, I came out of that with the bureau, and that, and that feels amazing, right? Yeah. Like I ended up actually joining friends and doing something new, and and right. putting on these events, and that stuff's great. The issue is, like, and this sounds like such a jerk thing to say, but somebody reaches out and says, "Hey, I'm I'm working on this article. Mm-hmm. Could you read through it and just give me your input?" And then they send it, and it's like fourteen pages long. Yeah, and you're like, uh, I'm editing a book like, now. Oh, and then yeah. and then you want to just say whatever, and it's hard to say no. But but this article on Mashable was basically about, you know, how to say no without being a jerk. Yeah, and I really like and, their technique here. Of, you know, something something we joke about here in the office, because um, uh, you know we we sort of gone through some of this stuff with unmatched style. We get a lot of weird little requests. It's very similar to what you just said, which is, Hey, you know, would you take a look at my website or whatever? But, um, we've perfected what we call the no sandwich. So is that like a shit sandwich? A little bit. So okay. you, you, it's just like the, the thing in Mashable here where you start with a praise. Yeah. You know, like, Oh, Hey, your thing sounds awesome. You, you seem awesome. No, <laughs> Maybe this person would be interested or yeah. keep keep doing what you're doing, you know, whatever. Well, let's role play this, Gene. Ask me to do something to help you and then I will be the person who graciously says no. So, hey, Carl. Um, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Let's try again. Go ahead. Uh, that approach does work. It it could leave long lasting effects of yeah, a negative I, variety. I believe it. Go, I'm I'm sorry. Let's really try this. Time. Let's try it. Okay, for real. <laughs> uh, I'm not so sure now. So, Come uh, on. Uh, hey Carl. Um, so I've got this. Uh, I've got this airplane that's flying near my house. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I've got this project I'm starting. I wonder if I could bounce some ideas off of you over coffee one morning. Are you free? Hey, Gene. You know what? Thank you so much for asking. I, I'm just so happy for you that that you've got this idea because I know how hard ideas can be for you. Um, I do need to say no because unfortunately I don't think I'm going to be able to give you the time that this idea deserves. <laughs> However, I would love to support you in a different way. right? Maybe when you get the idea ready and it looks like it's going to be a success – I could be a part of it then. So thanks for being such a friend. And I'm just glad that you thought to reach out to me. Go get him, Tiger. Carl. Uh, what do you love, think? I love satire. What? I don't know. I was being serious. Yeah, I've, you've actually done that to me before. Yeah. No, but but you know what? I think I think responding that way and the other part that she talks about in this is don't wait. 
say right. no quickly because right. the longer it takes you to say no, the more they're thinking you're going to say yes. Yeah, right? I agree with it's, that. It's that they're, they're not asking somebody else. You're their person. Yep. Do it. Yeah. Quickly. It's like so a, I don't know. I mean, it's like a Band-Aid. You're making fun of this. I'm trying to be serious. I know. I know. It's always my fault. I. Well, and I thought you'd never learned. But look at you. <laughs> See, I was smart. Um, so there you go. How to graciously say no. You just tell them it's a good idea. If it is. Yeah. If you tell them it's not a good idea, that's fine too. Right. But then they're going to ask you to help them come up with a good one. Yeah. You got to be careful. It's it's like a spider web. Yeah. But yeah, you how Except that I'm it? like 180 pounds and I can bust through a spider web. But you know what I'm <laughs> you saying. You can. I've seen you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously be polite, right? But also be honest. That is that is the way. Honest and polite. And I think telling someone, look, I don't really have time to spend on this. I'm flattered you asked me. Maybe one day. It, I mean, if you're honest about it, I think that's that's a valid answer. You know, and it, yeah. I think sometimes you might be not tempted or willing to say something like that because it makes you sound like some kind of douche, like you're super busy and super important. But I mean, it might be the truth. And in our heart of hearts, we want to help people. Yeah. Right. Because it feels good. And, and because, well, it makes us feel good inside because somebody thought enough of us that we could help them. Yeah. But, and, and this goes against, you know, some of what I, I feel inside, but when I read these things, I'm like, wow, you know what? That's why I can't get this done. Yep. It's because I'm spending so much time on on trying to help somebody else or trying to do this or do that. So so I'm a total flip flopper. Just think about that. Do not ask for me how. Just think about that Warren Buffett list, right? Just just keep that in the back of your mind. Like how, where does this fall? Well, you know, when I read that, you know who I thought about was James White. Right. Because he gives that talk and he's got that list. That he checks off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill a vampire, yeah, right. Like that one's still on the list, but uh, I mean, he had he had all these things he wanted to do, and he did so many of them, right? Yeah, right. So amazing. Have a have a drink with Kurt Russell. He did check that, that one off. Yeah. Now he may have done that and then put that on the list. I I'm, think so. I'm just saying, yeah, for comic effect, which is uh, something that comedians do. I've um, heard that. So. You know, there's also an article, and this one uh, Leslie Jensen Edmond uh, tweeted. Oh, is that, that we found Medium. that? Cool. I always, yeah. see, I always wonder where the hell people find articles on Medium. Because it, it seems like if it weren't for Twitter, you'd never read an article on Medium. Well, no, that that's possible. I find them on Medium.com. <laughs> but I don't know where other people <laughs> might find them, Gene. Do you where the, do you find things on Facebook? Do you use the internet Facebook. to read these? articles i have i yeah. have i feel it takes a little longer i've heard that works but but this article the mistakes smart people make being in motion versus taking action you know, I, this I really yeah i really exactly dug, talking about i really dug that when you sent that to me i've read it like four or five times well so that I, would be being in motion instead of taking exactly action i find it. myself <laughs> I, f- I find myself like now every time i do something i sort of compare it to this article and i'm like the hell am i doing so there's yeah, some examples and, on here, like if I outline 20 ideas for articles I want to write, that's motion. 
But if I actually write and publish one, that's action. Bam! Bam! You freaking did something. (laughs) Boom! You sent something out into the Ethernet or Internet. That's why I get those confused. Yes. It's the same. It's all tubes. You Um, know what? Putting a list together of who you're going to talk to and just talking to one person, again. So that's what you tell Warren Buffett when you're talking to him. You say, look, dude, I know you want me to make lists, but, like, I'm doing number one right now, talking to Warren Buffett. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, Mr. Buffett. We don't have Honey Nut Cheerios. (laughs) Okay? Done. I told Warren Buffett, um, no. That's number one on my list. You know, that would be awesome if his pilot like said that. Because that was the thing about Buffett. He, he, he felt like he hadn't been doing his job because his pilot never got a different job. Yeah. His pilot has been a pilot way too long. And I'm like thinking, you know what, Mr. Buffett, that's probably a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. He's Warren um, Buffett's pilot. That's pretty awesome. I'm sure he has a really nice but, plane too. Yeah, I'm sure. But motion versus action, right? So yeah. the idea of eating a healthy meal versus going online looking for a diet. Right. Right. It's like just take action, keep moving forward. I, I had a day yesterday where I started out by I was outlining all this stuff. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I know these are the things that are top of my mind that need to yeah. get done, and I just knocked them out, and I felt so effective. Yeah. Only because I, I did it. It didn't take that long. I just kept postponing it for some reason. Right. And I don't think um, – y- you might read this article, and, and you might say that like, hey, Gene and Carl are saying don't make plans. Just do shit, which is exactly what we're saying. It is. Never, I was ever, about to go. Where are you going with this, Gene? Ever make a plan. No, make a list of five things that you're never going to be able to accomplish in <laughs> your life. And then do those things. <laughs> do those things. <laughs> um, I mean, th- y- there's something like, you know, you need a business plan. you got to put it down so other humans can read it. Duh. Oh, right? oh come on. Maybe. Just no, write no, a, you Now write read it. Art at the Start by Guy Kawasaki. Just write an article on Medium and you're done. Just write an article on Medium and you've done something. Yes. And then we'll talk about it and people go like what I have it was entertaining but I have no idea what they said. Right. This this article is definitely about more granular things, I think. That's the way I took it. But, but that's the thing and that you know cuz it, it's about you know granted we're, we're being a little cocky here cuz he's talking about the mistakes smart people make. Um, yeah. But what but the basics of it are we feel like we have to plan more. Right. And, and that motion makes us feel like we're doing something. Yeah. Without the risk of failure. Yep. Oh, I put the whole plan together today. I feel so good. Yeah, but you know what? There's a plan can't fail. <laughs> yeah. Only execution. Only execution of the plan can fail. I used to tell clients all the time, they'd be like, this estimate seems a little high. And I'm like, well, luckily you'll be paying an invoice. You don't have to pay the estimate. <laughs> um, but it's the same thing with this. You put a plan together. <laughs> Does that work? And the plan can't fail. But then, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was fun to say. Yeah. You sound awesome when you say it. Don't worry. Nobody's ever paid an estimate. Um, but this whole thing about, you know, just saying, what, uh, listing what it is you want to get done, right? Like in the Buffett thing. And then take steps to getting it done. Yeah. If you need to lay out those steps, lay out those steps. But don't do it at such a granular level that you waste time. You could be accomplishing your goal, right? Yeah. I agree with that completely. Yeah. You got to do some stuff, right? Um, You have to. 
There's so, a great John Wooden quote in here. Never mistake activity for achievement. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. He later punched a football player in the face. I'm sure he did. That was an activity, Gene. That was not an achievement. Are you doing something? Oh, that was Woody Hayes. That was Woody Hayes. I yeah, call it. Different guy. Are you different doing guy. something or are you just preparing to do it? Yeah. It's pretty badass. Yeah. I'm glad you sent me this article. Plus, this guy, James Clear. What a great name. Yeah. It turns out he's like a, I don't know if you researched him any. He's like a behavior scientist. Um, well, I saw his little bio at the bottom, if that counts. <laughs> nice. He, uh, he will give you useful ideas on improving your mental and physical performance, Gene. <laughs> yeah. That's his job. He even, he'll, he'll send them over to you in a free newsletter. <laughs> right. <laughs> a freebie. Yeah. Um, but here's the weird thing. James Clear wrote about it here, but he gave a hat tip to Steve Blank. So uh, Mr. Clear and Mr. Blank go into a bar. Yeah. What? Is this is Reservoir Dogs. This whole thing's made Where's up. Where's Mr. White? Yeah, it's not real. These aren't real people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, what else do we have here, Gene? Well, uh, we got one more article. You want to talk about this a little bit? It's a, sort of a thoughts on specializing. Sort of a different angle here, but um, kind of related. Uh, I've had some, I don't know, gone to some conferences or some things. So, oh, this is my angle on it. Uh, this idea of uh, a specialist or a generalist, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think this can kind of tie into um, taking action or, or spending time on things that you know maybe not productive, maybe be productive, right? Well, no, I think, it, I think it ties in. I think it totally ties in. That's all I got to say on that. So my question, <laughs> my query to you would be like a new hire, right, or, mm-hmm. or a new team member or however you want to put it. What would be more valuable to you, someone who specializes in something specific or let's say, let's just call him a generalist, right? Well, Gene, I've got to ask you the context of my business. Am I a company with digital needs and this person is going to have to help with that? Or am I a digital shop looking to sell services? Because that makes a pretty big difference. Which is why I ask. So I will tell you that if, if I am somebody who's running a company and obviously – Digital is part of that company because this is the world we live in. Mm-hmm. That generalist may be the right fit. Right. Because I've got a whole lot of different things that nobody really understands. Yeah. But, and I'll, I'll put this in the context of a digital shop and, and Mr. Greg Hoy, mm. friend and business partner of mine. The Hoy um, boy. The Hoy boy. What's up, hoy boy? Hoy boy. He, um, he wrote an article called Differentiate or Die, right? Yeah, I remember that. And, you know, I've, I've been doing some research lately that shows that, you know, specialists are doing better than generalists in the web space. You know, this year has been a horrible, just topsy-turvy year. Like, sometimes it seems like things are great, and sometimes it's like, what just happened? Really? And, uh, and specialists seem to be weathering that storm tremendously better than generalists. And... And I think the reason is 
they know what they're focused on and people know what they do as opposed to being in that mix with so many different people. Now, in this article, you know, a lot of what they're talking about is people not knowing what they're looking for. Right. So they, they find somebody who's got a little bit of everything. Right? Right. I mean, unless, unless I read it wrong, Gene, you know, and you can tell me that because we're friends. Uh, you're not wrong. And, uh, and I think that, um, you, that's why it's always in the context, you know? If you don't know what you're looking for, you're probably not going to end up with what you need. <laughs> huh. Right. Well, I mean, do you think, I mean, a lot of these conversations that I hear, uh, it's usually not much context around them. Um, you know, it's usually just like, "Hey, generalist or specialist, you know, whatever." And it's usually sort of couched in somebody talking about like the stack they work in, or you know, something specific like that. It's always in the industry, right? Right. Um, I, I find it interesting that the first place you went was the difference between a services firm and a. a I don't know what you call it, vertical business, like a, a product or something or whatever. Well, yeah. Uh, huge difference. Um, so when you're working on the same project or product for a long time, you can't help but get specialized, right? It seems. Am I making an overgeneralization? Yeah, well, you, well, you get specialized, but you might get specialized in a flavor of jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, okay. And specifically how, say, that product was built. Right. If you're at one place, but you know, I, I mean, like I think what they're doing at the center center is absolutely valuable in creating generalists for corporations because corporations, some places might not have the money to hire five people and they may not have the work to keep five people busy. But if you're talking about, and I don't know how much back end stuff they're doing, but somebody who's just managing a bunch of front end stuff, it has a little bit of a visual design acumen. They've got a little bit of the CSS and the HTML. Maybe they got a little JavaScript or whatever. Those types of generalists, I think, have a, a strong – let's call them specialized generalists. No, but those focused generalists, I think, bring a lot of value. Right. But if you're going to go and get a job at, say, Shopify, if you're working at Shopify, they're going to be bringing in a specialist, I'm pretty sure, who is going to understand specifically – the back-end technology that is running all their stuff on the cloud or whatever right, it might be. Right, 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 right. A generalist is not going to survive over there. Right. By the same token, if you look at a shop like, say, Fresh Tilled Soil, they are UX specialists. They're only doing UX stuff. They're going to land those bigger, sweeter UX-only projects over a generalist shop because that's who they say they are. Those are the clothes they wear. Right. So, huh. I think specializing is important. I, I really do. And I think as the industry continues to have a, an influx of new players who are, who are basically grabbing Squarespace and putting together a site and borrowing process and borrowing philosophy, they're going to look so similar to another shop who's been around for 10 years, right? Right. And they're not going to charge as much. And the bottom of the market, the marketing site side, is going to get watered down. Mm -hmm. So how do you package what it is you know so that people come to you? Well, you specialize in whatever it is you're best at. 
Yeah, you gotta tell a story about what it is you do, right? Well, yes, Gene, you do. <laughs> you have to tell a story. Uh, yeah. We're all storytellers. Gene. Yeah, that's who is it? Yeah, that's sorry. my specialty. Yeah, I read I'm an article about that too. I read an article about that too about how um, saying you're a storyteller is bull, bull crap. You've been reading a lot lately. That's yeah. Sorry, I should stop reading. No, I like it. I like I like this Gene Crawford of all the Gene Crawfords I've known. This is oh, the one. Oh, nice, very That's cool. True. That's true. Well, uh, Carl, it's been fun talking to you. Where um, where can the humans of the internet find you next? Gene, I will I will tell you right now. By the time we air this, it may be too late. Okay. But this Sunday, I head to DC. Um, to see all my Expression Engine friends. Oh. And then Monday, I fly to Austin. The Bureau has got the Digital PM Summit going. Right. It was a sellout. Uh, and that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. People look at sellout and go, oh, sellout. No, this was a good thing. <laughs> You're talking about tickets. Very good thing. Yeah. Talking about tickets. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be an amazing event uh, for Digital PMs. And then I'm actually home until uh, December Mm. Uh, when I leave for uh, operations camp, but you know we've got Converge Florida in there. Yeah, that's where I'll be. Pretty excited that's where I'll about be. I'll that. be in Jacksonville and Orlando. Uh, looking pretty forward to. Pretty excited. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's gonna be good. What about you? Uh, where well, can the humans of the internet, as you say, find you? Yeah, so uh, this will probably run the same time we're having uh, Converge RVA in Richmond. And then uh, after that, we'll be with you in uh, Jacksonville. There you go. So. Look Jacksonville's ready. Jacksonville's ready. I, I've seen it. It is. They've painted the streets, Gene. They've painted the streets? What? Yeah, I don't know why. It seems kind of stupid. <laughs> that seems really weird. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, I, I'm i bad. I actually forgot to go grab a beer. Yeah, don't worry. I had four. Yeah, what, okay, well, I'll claim one of yours. What'd you have? I, I drank for you. Um, it is called... Three daughters. You've had that before, right? I have. I have no idea where it's from. I have <laughs> no idea. I have no idea who makes it. It's called Three Daughters. Look it up on the interweb. I'll do that. It's uh, quite quite tasty. Quite the tasty beverage. I'll 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 be sure to look it up, and I'll also claim that I'm having <laughs> one of those too. I'll just lie. Just lie, Gene. Just lie, like always. Next on Bizcraft, lying and getting away with it. Yes. How do you do that? Well, you just do it. I'm going to go dive into the deviant part of the deviant hippie. <laughs> the deviant hippie. Yeah. <sighs> awesome. Well, Hi, uh, Gene Crawford. Bye-bye. You go, you go put on some conferences now. I'll talk to you later. You too. Bye-bye.